0: It's time for another podcast with um, Tanil Reno. And the podcast name is, um, th- was it Through the Looking Glass?
1: Emotional Looking
0: Emotional Glass. Emotional Looking Glass, yes. Totally botched that. Okay, we'll not do another take on that one. <laughs> so let's begin tonight. We have an excellent topic for you all. Tennille is going to tell her story of weight loss. But this story is not complete. Nope. This is a story of struggle. This is a story of heartache. This is a story that hopefully she'll reveal all the good emotional tidbits. But I can tell you, I have been here to witness it, and I can tell you it is compelling. I can also tell you that she went through a lot to get where she is today. Now, she has not lost all the weight she plans to lose. But losing weight is a lifestyle change. And you really have to find the right combination of diet, exercise, sleep. What works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. Mm -hmm. But she has found a combination that works for her. And the years of struggle she took to get there... I think is an amazing story.
1: Well, thank you. And
0: I'm hoping tonight that she will tell us all about it. And if she doesn't, I will grill her with questions. So, <laughs> well, Tenille, the
1: listeners will love that.
0: <laughs> let's begin. Tell us your secrets and discoveries of weight loss.
1: Well, I am definitely going to get to that. But I don't know that I would exactly call it a secret. But I mean, I guess in a way it is. Because... I feel like in our society, there's definitely, like, this push from media to, like, lose weight, lose weight. And, you know, there's all these different diets and these different exercise machines that go into your face. And, you know, and I I just want to say that weight loss is, like, a personal journey for me. And it's something that I want to do for myself for my health. And sometimes weight loss is important for other people. It may not necessarily be important to you as a listener, and that's okay. You know, I, I've i heard of the term fat phobia. I don't know if you're familiar with that. So I guess fat phobia is like when you see someone who's fat and you automatically think that person is unhealthy or that person is lazy or... Any other various types of stereotypes regarding someone who's fat, you know, but I just want to say that when I look at someone who's, you know, overweight or chubby or whatever word you want to use, I don't immediately assume that they're unhealthy. They could be healthy. Some people who are big are healthy. Um, And so and if that's you, that's okay. You do you. Um, but I do think that weight loss is something that a lot of people struggle with and, and it's definitely been a struggle for me. It's still something that I'm working on. And I think that it's a good topic for us to have, um, in regards to health, but I do want to say that. If you're looking at weight loss, it is a good idea for you to speak to your doctor, speak to medical professionals so that you can get accurate information for yourself, for what works for your body. Um, And so my journey is not going to be your journey, but I'm hoping that maybe you'll learn something from my journey. Sound good?
0: Hmm, You said to get advice from medical professionals. But I have often found that advice from medical professionals... Is always wrong and is a total letdown <laughs> and a waste of time. So
1: yeah, you don't like doctors.
0: I'm not even going to mention advice from medical professionals because they'll tell you things like, "Oh, you should get plenty of sleep and you know eat right, take less salt, less processed foods, and <laughs> you know you eat, don't eat fast food and and uh
1: uh-huh, yeah
0: you know limit yourself to two thousand calories a day. But if you're trying to diet, then fifteen hundred calories a day. Unless mm-hmm. you weigh less than one hundred and fifty pounds, then it's a thousand calories a day and and don't go by the food pyramid and now it's eat less carbs and (laughs) and focus on your proteins and your vegetables and and doctors say a lot of things and sometimes it's hard to keep track of everything they say but i also found that a lot of things they say don't work for everybody
1: that's true too
0: and I it, it a weight loss journey is a journey of self-discovery. Yeah. You really have to try things out in order to see what works for you. But you also, you have to be disciplined about it. You have to be focused yeah. because if you're not, you will end up eating the wrong thing in the diet or you might end up eating something you think is right for the diet. And then it turns out it isn't. And... Also, uh, yes, a lot of education can help because there's a lot of things about food that isn't common knowledge that can really help you understand how your body processes food. You know, what What does your body do with a slice of bread? You know, a lot of people know that it just gets turned into sugar, like Mm-hmm. a slice of bread is the same as a tablespoon of sugar and you might look at that and go what Huh? how can that be but it has to do with the way your body mm-hmm. processes the food mm-hmm.
1: um and it's really interesting because i think so, like people grow up like having grilled cheese sandwiches and all sorts of other sandwiches mm-hmm. and not realizing that they, you know, they think that they're putting a lot of nutrition in their body, but they're actually kind of like missing out on some things. But um, I'm glad that you talk about food because that's actually where I want to start with my story okay. is I want to start in talking about food. So when I grew up, my family, they loved fried food. They loved mm. greasy foods.
0: What kind of fried food?
1: I mean, my grandmother made delicious crispy fried chicken mm. oh my goodness it was so good you just like take a bite and it's just juicy just dripping with grease and deliciousness
0: now was that just, was that deep fried like you deep fry a whole chicken or
1: no i mean she would she would deep she would fry like chicken legs
0: okay. and wings okay
1: you know um Usually just legs and wings. Lots of legs and wings. And um, and she had her own personal recipe that she did not share with the family. So now, when did, she passed away, none of us got, got that she, recipe. Did
0: she... Batter the stuff, or did she just put it in straight? Or? You know,
1: honestly, I can't give you any of the recipe because I don't know. When, you
0: don't know, did it have a crispy outside, or was it just the skin?
1: It was crispy on the outside, but there was it was skin. There was skin, was there a so breading? I, you know what, I I think there was some type of breading, but I don't want to go too much into this, okay? Because she would kick me out of the kitchen when she would cook, so. That's terrible.
0: How, how are they supposed to pass on the recipes in the generation? Yeah, well, she if, she, if she never shares the recipe,
1: she liked things a certain way. Right. But I mean, yeah, so I had, you know, fried chicken, candied yams, um, sweet desserts, uh, delicious breakfast, sausage, and French toast. And I mean, I the way that I grew up, it was like food is for pleasure, you know, like enjoyment. Hmm. And, I remember overeating and getting positive reinforcement for that. Wow. And so I felt like I, there wasn't, I don't remember having like a lot of information about good nutrition. For me, it was just like, this tastes good. You eat it.
0: Yeah, it's the 1980s.
1: Just eat it, eat it, (laughs) eat it, eat it. Don't be a fool and beat it. Right, exactly. And I mean, I didn't like, I didn't really think about my weight for like a long time, not until like I was at like maybe 15. Okay. I didn't really think about my weight. I felt comfortable with my body. Mm-hmm. I mean, other people may look at my body and maybe they weren't attracted to me, but I didn't care to, about that. To me, that was like, Okay, maybe I'm a blackberry tea and they prefer a peach tea. And that's fine. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with blackberry tea.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So I only bring this up because I know that there are some people who look at weight loss because they want to be thinner, because they want to look beautiful, Mm -hmm. because they want to, you know, have their body look in a certain way. And I want to say that weight loss for me is specifically for health. It's always been for health because I love my body. I love all the curves. I love my booty. I think my booty is rocking. And and I've always felt like my family never – like they never – uh, like pushed me to hate my body in any way it was just like mm-hmm. you got a nice booty and that's great you know and I felt good about that even if some people didn't like it does hmm. that make sense
0: yeah I guess um it's a totally different world than what I grew up in so Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely very different (laughs) than I think a lot of people and I you know and I have heard from a number of patients you know say that they don't like their body you know and Mm -hmm. that makes me sad I mean I've never experienced that because even like with the little you know movements of my body and stuff it's just like this is mine and I love it
0: (laughs) I just think it's so funny when people like uh Catherine are um She's a she's a friend of ours. She's a friend of ours. uh, She she's got a job that keeps her very fit and keep. And, oh,
1: she's got some guns on her. She's got like yeah. biceps.
0: And she's like working out all day at her job, so she is she is ripped.
1: She looks good, yeah.
0: And uh, it's so funny when she'll grab at her waist and go, "Look at this!
1: Look how fat Look at I this. am! Look
0: it, at this fat and I have!"
1: She, she's literally it's this like tiny
0: like bicycle tire,
1: little bit of that like, she has skin. to like
0: gather together the skin to grab it.
1: Yeah, and
0: I swear, yeah, she's got like and it's
1: like you've got, your she's body got like is beautiful. one pound
0: of, of total fat on her, <laughs> and she's like, ah, I'm getting so fat,
1: and yeah, and it's like, no, and, 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 no, and, you and look great.
0: She she's very healthy, and as long as she has that job, she'll probably stay healthy. But
1: right, yeah,
0: um, it's just kind of funny how so many people can get wrapped up in their looks
1: mm-hmm. as
0: sort of the psychology of I need to lose this fat. I think I, I think you're right in that there is a, a crisis in America where we have so many people mm-hmm. that are fat, and it's weird because when I was growing up in the '80s, I was the fat kid in school, and I was I, I, there was 1,200 kids uh, in our in our let's see we had let's see, in elementary school we had 400 kids, mm-hmm. and out of the 400 kids. I was only one of two fat kids, mm-hmm. and every other kid had normal weight and i was i I was not only fat, I was also big, I was like six inches taller than the other kids, yeah, like the other kids would sit on my arm like i was a tree or something you
1: matured early for your age i i grew
0: like (laughs) what do they say they said i was uh, when i was like 90th
1: percentile five
0: from age five to ten i was in the 99 percentile on height and weight
1: 99 wow
0: i was an ogre compared to the other kids at that age and um i think that's why i got i got in a lot of fights because the bullies wanted to pick pick on the biggest kid in town but the thing of it is i felt like i was the only fat kid in school but then Mm -hmm. when i got to college Mm -hmm. and i started paying more attention to the news Mm -hmm. i found out that america had gotten fat since the 80s my (laughs) god the schools
1: look very different now the
0: fat percentages was only when i was in the 80s was like only 8% of the kids in school were considered fat. And when they say medically fat, they mean anyone over like 15 pounds overweight was considered fat. Mm -hmm. I was like 50 pounds overweight Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as you know. Well, I think as a kid I was about 30 pounds overweight, but you know, when, when the other kids only weigh 55 pounds and you weigh 115,
1: Right. Yeah. You
0: know, it's a huge difference. So um but I want to get back to your story because yes. I think you were part of that group. Were were you were you fat in the 80s? I don't know. I I don't remember. I'm trying to remember pictures of you. You know you weren't. You were thin in the 80s. That's right. But I do remember you were kind of chunky in your teenage photos.
1: Mhm.
0: So somewhere
1: I started to gain weight. I mean, because if I'm overeating, like, this greasy, fat, like, bad-for-you food, um, you know, then that's eventually it's going to catch up with you. And I wonder if you
0: got fat with the rest of America when sometime in the 90s, like, 30% of the U.S. population became obese. And I don't know what changed from the 80s to the 90s. I think people got but.
1: addicted to fast food. There are okay. a lot more sugary foods. It's just I think it's it's easy to eat, o- eat overeat mm-hmm. and eat the wrong foods for you mm-hmm. because there's so many processed foods out there. There's so many, you know, greasy foods out there and it's so it's so much easier to like go to a Carl's Jr., you know, like that's our you know, main burger place or Burger King or okay, McDonald's. Okay.
0: So, it, it's, which I know you hate. It's the mid nineties. Okay, well, let's say the late nineties, and you're fifteen, sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. Do you was weight a concern for you at that point?
1: So, weight started to become a concern for me mm-hmm. because of my grandmother who had passed away from complications of diabetes
0: okay and
1: it was then like when i learned about what happened to her i started doing research Mm -hmm. i started like learning a little bit about this situation and i thought to myself like the weight that i am is not healthy and i don't want to die like my grandma did yeah i want to be healthy i want to live a healthy life and i'm a observer of the people around me and you know what i just learned what i thought at that point was exercise is healthy that's what i thought yeah and i didn't i didn't really like do much more research than that at the point i just okay. thought i need to move i need to exercise that's what i need to do okay and so that's kind of like when my journey really began was like around that time. So I, um, you know, I started, uh, like I participated in PE classes. Uh So every time, like every term in high school that I could, I had a PE class, you know, like I was actively participating. Um, I joined volleyball, for my junior year and mm. my senior year, yeah. just so that I could keep myself active. I started trying things like on this in the summertime, I would try to run. And then that wouldn't last very long because I'm not a very good runner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, I don't really have the body for a runner. <laughs> and so, you know, that didn't last long. Then I started getting these fitness videos. Okay. Uh, Richard Simmons. Are you familiar with him? Yes. Yes? <laughs> I was like, oh, there's Richard Simmons. He's going to help me lose weight. And so I'd get the tape and I'd be doing it. I'd be doing it. I'd be doing it. And I don't I don't think like I really weighed myself that much. So I wasn't really that conscious of like how much weight. But I, I didn't feel like it was working. Whatever, it, you know, I was trying to lose the weight, but I wasn't really... Um, you know, measuring myself that well. You know, mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't yeah. doing it every day. Um, so I did Richard Simmons. Um, my mother got a manual treadmill, which I got to tell you is absolutely awful.
0: What? What is a like manual it. treadmill?
1: So what they have is like the treadmill is at a slant. Okay. And it's basically a conveyor belt. Okay. And so you have to run on it and move the belt as you run. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really, it seemed like dangerous to me and it wasn't very effective.
0: So it wasn't powered? <laughs> no, saying? it
1: wasn't powered. It's supposed to be powered by you.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. an old style treadmill. Old
1: style treadmill. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. There was a variety of different like equipment that I got. I got like this ab roller thing. Mm -hmm. where, like, you put your hands on this wheel and then you roll it back and forth. Yep,
0: that's been around since the 70s.
1: And it's supposed to help you lose weight. And, like, I did that for maybe a few weeks. And I felt like, well, that didn't work. Like, so I'd move on to the next thing. It's about
0: effective as crunches.
1: (laughs) And then um, I got one of those... Those uh, belts that you put on your stomach Mm -hmm. and like they're supposed to force your stomach to like uh, make force your muscles to move.
0: So just for you (laughs) people to get an idea what she's talking about is this is a an electro belt.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it sends out electrical signals to your muscles to have them auto contract through electrical signals. So it sends a, a mild electrical signal to your muscles so that your body is basically involuntarily doing crunches yeah. as you're wearing it.
1: As you're wearing it. Yeah. That didn't work very well. Um, I had some side effects to that
0: yeah. um,
1: where like after I would take it, like my stomach would hurt in a weird way and it was just, ugh, it was not good. Um, I tried diet pills for a while and my legs started to like, get like really stiff, like almost paralyzed.
0: I'll say which, what kind of diet pills did you take? Is there I, a variety I don't of even.
1: Types? I don't even remember what diet pills I took, but I knew that I like, I saw it on a commercial and I thought this is going to help me lose weight. And then I tried it. And when my legs stiffed up, you know, and my boyfriend at the time when he found out about it, he was like, you're not doing this anymore. And he took the pills and he threw it in the trash. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was basically the end of that. (laughs) Uh So, um, I do want to say that, you know, um, I've also tried gym memberships, you know, as I got older and I would go for a while and then I would stop and then I would go and then I would stop. Um, when I got into college, I wasn't really focusing on weight as much. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I got my bachelor's degree, um, worked for a little bit, went to community college, then got my master's degree. And, you know, it was just like try and not try, try and not try. Um, And it was just like, I don't know, like I just... I, you know, I would do everything I could. There were times like when I, with the Tybo, I think you remember because we were together then. Um, I did Tybo every single day mm-hmm. for a month and a half. Right. And the first two weeks, or wait, no, the first half of the month, I lost 20 pounds and then nothing. And it was so aggravating. I just felt like nothing was going to work. Like I was trying absolutely everything and nothing was going to work. But now
0: you know why things failed the way they did, right?
1: Well, now I know a little more about my body. Yeah, Uh that's true. And the thing is, is that I was so focused on exercise, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that I really needed to focus on my diet. which was really absolute crap.
0: One of the things I have learned from doctors that I've noticed they've said consistently, because that's the other thing you ask one doctor, uh, ask 10 doctors about how to lose weight and you'll get probably five to seven different answers. Mm -hmm. But within those different answers, there are some similarities. And one of the things that kept coming up was one of the secrets to losing weight is knowing that between diet and exercise, Losing weight is ninety percent diet and ten percent exercise, mm-hmm. and so most of the control in how your body um, loses weight has to do more with what you eat than how mm-hmm. much exercise or what exercise you do during a day. From what I from what I've been able to understand, it will see there's aerobic and there's anaerobic. And aerobic means with oxygen to the muscles, and anaerobic means without oxygen to the muscles. Mm-hmm. And what you want is you want aerobic exercise for at least 20 to 30 minutes five days a week. It's, it doesn't sound like much, but that's really all you need to lose weight. And what you're basically doing is your giving your heart and and circulatory system a workout so that it can maintain itself so that it can optimize its ability to extract the nutrients from your food so that you can eat less without getting hungry
1: yeah i just have to say that doesn't work for me
0: no you are doing it no though. i'm not i'm, yeah, do- I'm doing
1: more than that I'm exercising more than that.
0: Okay, well that's fine. I
1: will get into that because that's the thing. Is like I've heard many people come to me and they say, "Oh, all you have to do is like stop drinking soda and then you lose weight." But I don't drink any soda, so that doesn't. Well, a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, and then a lot of
0: mistakes, and then they would
1: say, "Oh, all you have to do is this," and then I do it, and I still don't lose weight. I mean, it was just, it it was a, it was a horrible cycle. And I just felt like I would fail and fail and fail and fail and fail. You know, um, it wasn't until I got a wellness coach that gave me some validation because when I told her my story, Mm -hmm. she said, you know what, Tennille, you haven't been giving up. You keep working, you keep putting an effort in you know, and I thought to myself, that is true, you know, like, even though I've been struggling through this for so long, I'm not giving up, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to just have the faith and the belief that I will get there. You know, so um now I'm going to go a little bit into what I've done, right. So when I focused on the diet, I think that that helped me a lot. Even though, I didn't really lose that much weight. It started with the mindset. I had the mindset that I am going to commit to this, that I'm going to do whatever I need to do to figure out what my body needs to do in order to lose the weight. And I'm just Mm going to follow through with it. So, you know, the thing was, is that, um, my doctor did mention that I was having high blood pressure Mm -hmm. And for me, that was a scary thing because, you know, my father died of heart complications and I had a half sister who also died of a heart attack. So I know I have heart issues on my dad's side and diabetes on my mom's side. And so I'm like, I need to fight my genetics and do the best that I can to make myself well. So I looked at sodium. Reducing how many canned foods I eat, Um, looking at the, you know, nutrition on the back of things, looking at low sodium, um, low sugar. Um, I increased my water intake, lower portions, lower processed food. I tried the keto diet, intermittent Fasting. Um, I'm on noom now, and I found out I was lactose intolerant, so I went dairy free. Um, you know, but I have a list of daily habits, um, and I'm disciplined. And I do them every single day. And I actually wrote a list of my daily habits. So I drink 80 ounces of water every day, sometimes more. Um, No soda, no alcohol, no sugary drinks. I walk five miles every day. I swim 500 to 600 yards five times a week. I log my food every day. I'm always under 1,500 calories, usually under 1,200. Um, I eat more vegetables, healthy food. low carbs um i weigh myself daily i um drink uh water whenever i'm hungry and i focus on making sure that i'm sleeping well which is another component of weight loss that i had no idea and also that i'm managing my stress well Mm. because it turns out that if you're stressed your body could be holding on to your fat yeah yeah, I had no idea about that. So managing your stress is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's, that's my journey. And I hope that it's been helpful for you guys to hear that.
0: I think you left out a lot of details there. And uh, I wish we had more time to get into
1: them. Yeah, we don't really have more time for that. Oh, man. But I do want to let you guys know that we had our first review on iTunes. Yay. Um, So it's four out of five stars. I want to thank you so much for this review. And the review says, hilarious banter back and forth. Love your rocks. LOL. And this is from B H C R E. Thank you so much, listener. I'm really glad that you um, sent us a review. Um, And I just want to thank everybody for listening in. And I will end with our quote. Just believe in yourself, even if you don't, pretend that you do. And at some point, you will. Venus Williams.
0: All right. (laughs) And I just want to say to that is... How do I put this? People, when they're young, as children, sort of absorb the environment around them and they sort of take what adults say to heart. But if you live in an environment where the adults aren't good role models or they're not supportive of you, this can rot you psychologically from the inside out to where. Hearing a quote like Vanessa Williams is extremely important.
1: Venus Williams.
0: Is it Venus? I thought it was Vanessa Williams. It's Venus. Really? Yes. Okay. Well,
1: <laughs>
0: now, now I've lost my train of thought.
1: She's a tennis player.
0: I know she's a tennis player. <laughs> she's amazing. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, why don't you get a poster of her and admire it adoringly? I don't know.
1: All right, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. You can watch me, listen to me on live stream on Twitch. Uh, We play D&D, Amon, Doctor. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Sunday, 9 a.m. at Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Donate to our Patreon for weekly meditation. Donate to Gerald Sturgill. Um, He's still struggling on the streets, so he could really use some support. Um, Like, give us a, a star review, subscribe. Thank you again. Good night.
0: All right, people. Thanks for coming.
1: Oh, and we're on Spotify, iTunes, Podcast Addicts, Spotify. Oh, I said Spotify twice. And Stitcher. Thanks.